literally tell everyone that I do not put on a costume unless someone is paying me. Right. Hello, we are here with Sun Sounds of Arizona in Flagstaff, Arizona, and welcome to episode 22 of Untamed Shrews Women Talk Theater, presented by Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival. I'm Dawn. And I'm Becky. And I'm Hannah. It's October! (laughs) Today, we are going to chat all things spooky, tragedies, ghosts, fake blood stories, whatever we can think of. But before we get into it, how are my shrews doing? (laughs) Wow, let me see. We are getting over our... Third consecutive cold, um, sending a baby to, he goes to Montessori school for mornings a week, and oh my gosh. Just so many germs. Little vector of disease. Just, just. I, it is insane, um, and also super sad when Aww, he's sick. It's poor Bubba. So sad. Um, but he's 10 months old now. He's in the double digits oh my for gosh. months. Um, and he's like walking, not walking, walking, but like transferring himself between things and like all that. And we're just keeping busy. I'm not sure I did the update, but we bought a new house and it is a, I did. Mm -hmm. Did I tell everyone it was a money pit? I think you did. You just, I think, I, I'm not sure if you had said that you had just discovered the water damage or if that was just something I know as your friend. Ugh. So yeah, like decades worth of worth of water damage hiding behind some paneling along with some black mold. Good. So this week, last week, the mold got remediated. This week, the asbestos ceiling is getting taken Mm, out of the living room. And then hopefully we get to start to um, rebuild and actually move to our house but Ah. super fun I don't know if this is boring for the shrews so cut it but yesterday Allie someone we do Ariel with Uh. her partner Keith came over he is a tree guy um and there were a lot of really poorly abused trees on the property like they'd been topped and like all this other stuff and he came over and um it was delightful just to like chat with him and learn more about the trees in our area and more about like what it takes to make an unhealthy tree healthy or when it's too late and you just have to give up and plant a new tree but he was amazing and he's gonna come over and just like take care of those old ladies in the yard (laughs) who need some TLC and get everybody like spruced up or unfortunately Uh, some have to be oh I didn't even I didn't even mean it (laughs) Because so, spruce. Well, they're spruce trees? I mean, well, I don't know if they're actually There isn't an actual spruce, but <laughs> <laughs> close enough. It'll do for now. Yeah. So anyway, that was I thought that was a super fun conversation and like a learning curve for me. Mm. But also I learned that they're now considering Sedona plants for – so for our non-flag uh, – Because it's getting so warm here? Yeah. So for our non-flag shakes, uh, uh, shrews, like Sedona is about 2,000 feet lower in elevation. Yeah. And they're now considering those to be native plants to Flagstaff and this he's encouraging planting those. Our, our plants are, and I quote, retreating. <gasps> Oh, I hate that. I yeah, hate that so much. Yeah. But I mean, but he had really positive attitude and, you know, ideas about what to plant and, huh. you know, don't give up on our ecosystem. Right. Um, but we're definitely going to have to shift with it. Right. So, and anyway, like yeah. just integrate some new ones. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, aspens are on their way out. <gasps> no. Oh, no. But it's leaf peeping time. That's uh, the end of the aspen. Everyone go look at an aspen while you right. can. Now, <laughs> right, right now, now. Yeah. Yeah. wait, has anyone looked at the lethometer? No, I haven't. I that is, <laughs> you, wait, Becky, what the lethometer? I mean, the last year, but I couldn't <laughs> tell you what it is. Okay, so the lethometer is this little thing that like the city of Flagstaff does, and it just like shows you where in the fall colors the leaves are. So it's like from yeah. green all the way to like dead. So it'll be like no change all the way to like leaves have fallen. Yeah. So you can check the leaf a meter so that you don't like go up to an aspen grove, like drive all that way, and then you're like, oh they're still green. <laughs> or they're gone. Or they're all gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh so I need to check the leaf a meter. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so that's my update. Woo! Woo! I can't wait. I saw your house like a week or so ago, and 
there were like 400 people in there working on things. Yeah, we had a wall taken out, which was a huge boon to the yeah. house. It's so, it looks so much nicer now. When do you actually think you'll move in? I mean, we are hoping and praying for November 1st, but okay. we really thought we'd be in October 1st, and that clearly was off yeah. the mark with everything that needs to be done. So November 1st is our new moving target. Yeah. Um, but either way, we're having Blake's birthday party there, which is December 2nd. So <laughs> by December 2nd, we'll be able to at least host a party. Host the panda house. party. <laughs> the panda, panda party. Oh my gosh, panda. <laughs> I'm so sad I'm going to miss it. I, uh, I live for a panda extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Blake <laughs> certainly does. Blake certainly does. <laughs> oh, it was around this time last year that... Um, Don, we had we. I say we. You had the baby shower. Um, oh, true. Like, yeah. It was October seventeenth. Yeah. I want to yeah. say. Oh my god. Yeah, at our house. Oh, that wow. was so lovely. Mims. Yeah. yeah, I know. I can't believe that was a year ago. I wow, know. time. Flies. His little because it was little pumpkin themed. I was very proud. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I baked very. a bump a pumpkin bunt cake. <laughs> you girls good with the theme. Yeah. <laughs> It was so adorable silly. and so wonderful. Good. I loved that baby shower. I'm so glad. It's perfect. You were very specific. You were like, no dumb games. <laughs> I tried to keep it as dawn friendly as possible. And it was. It was perfect. Good. I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah. She was like, no silly games. Men are allowed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very specific rules for the baby shower. Yeah. yeah it was go. a real nice fall hang. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> good, good. Uh, well, speaking of fall hangs, that yeah. uh, sort of leads in. I have my going away party on Saturday. Uh, yay, so what's today? I know. Yay and yay boo. and sad. Yeah. So today's Wednesday. So that means um, I leave next Monday. And when this comes out, I will have been in New York for just a couple of days. So, ah! Um, so, yeah, things are really crazy busy. Um, I feel like every hour is, like, packed with either work, packing, seeing people, or just, like, you know, those, like, weird errands that you need to run when you're going to be gone, like returning library books, and, you know, like, <laughs> things like that, just, like figuring yeah. out paperwork, things I have to do in person before I go. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I just have a lot of to-do list items. I haven't actually really started packing. I set aside tomorrow and Friday for packing. So hopefully that's enough. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not I'm not really planning to bring that much. I told myself I could have two suitcases. So I think it probably won't take me like days to pack because I mean, it's not like I'm like packing up my room. So. Well, and you're also packing bulky items, so you're yes. gonna fill up two it's suitcases up fast. Except <laughs> I'm also packing for the Bahamas at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. I'm packing my winter stuff, and then I'm packing a Bahamas case to send with our friend Amy. Yeah. To the Bahamas, <laughs> she's bringing me my Bahamas stuff because I'm not gonna bring my like bikinis to New York in December. So I'm packing. <laughs> I will say the last time I was there, I did class pass had like a two or three week promo. Ooh. So I did end up going, I ended up going to like a crunch gym specifically because they had a sauna. Oh, so yes. don't discount those bathing suits. I mean, I'll bring, I'll probably bring one because you know, yeah. your girl loves a pool yeah. and a yeah. hot tub, yeah. but I think one is probably enough. Yeah. And I'll probably yeah. only touch it once maybe, yeah. but yeah, no, I'm going to be packing like a tropical bag at the same time. I'm not bringing it with me, but I am packing it. Um, yeah, and I have been traveling so much, guys. Yeah. I haven't been home. Every single weekend I've gone somewhere since you the Utah trip back yeah. in August. I think the longest I've been home is like a week and a half since then. <laughs> so I've just and it's just been weekend trips. Like it's all been like four day trips or whatever, but I've just been gone so much and that I'm gonna be immediately leaving again. But yeah, so I feel like that's mostly what I'm up to is getting ready to leave. Like I had my last Lyra Flow class last night. So Aww. like saying bye to those girls and um, just, yeah, tying up loose ends. And um, but I'm so excited. So <laughs> next time you hear from me, um, I will be, you know, over Zoom yeah. uh, from New York. Yeah. So that's going to be crazy. And like, I finally got my schedule, like official schedule. Um, so I'm actually starting to plan um, when I could maybe come back halfway through. Um, so we'll see. But um, 
figuring that out and yeah i'm just getting really excited me mm-hmm. and friend of the podcast Caden slam <laughs> we are planning our birthday party so we've been plan like doing a lot of planning for that and what we want to do so it's gonna be great i'm excited Yay. i'm also extremely terrified and nervous but it's gonna be great <laughs> we're gonna do amazing yeah it's gonna be fun yeah it's gonna be so great new york yeah, is nerve-wracking uh, though yeah well i mean if it helps the i keep um telling people at Polar Express. I'm like, Hannah is just such a light. She's going to add Aww. so much positivity. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're there just as much as you um, are excited to be there. Too. Thank so. you. Yay. Have I yeah. seen my becks? Yeah. So um, overall, I'm doing pretty okay. Um, I do have something heavy to share that, yeah, that I would like to share. Um, in July, I was diagnosed with breast cancer um, in mid July. And um, so I've kind of been working through that, working through that, I don't know, dealing with that, yeah. living with that um, working, for the past yeah. few months. Um, and yeah, it's pretty heavy. Definitely not something anyone expects, um, particularly when you're only 31, I suppose. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's been, some days have been very bad <laughs> and some yeah. days have been great. And I'm super grateful for if I feel, if I sound like I'm going to cry, it's because I feel very emotional. Yeah. Um, Please. I can hear it in my voice. I don't know if you cry can. away. Um, of course yeah. you feel emotional. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so I've just been very like grateful for my community here in, both here in Flagstaff and literally everywhere else I have lived, um, family <laughs> and friends from afar, um, my parents, of course, and like people taking care of my parents too. And my mom's been here with me to help me go through it all. Um yeah. And oh boy, well, I just, I guess, I guess there are two main reasons that I wanted to share this. And one of them is like, this is untamed shrews. Like it is not all shows and opening nights and happiness. And sometimes there's some pretty, pretty bad stuff going on, Um, which kind of, I guess, ties into the second reason. And this might be a more selfish reason, but I've been, so I've been connected with so, so many women and so many organizations. And I, it's, it's amazing. It feels like once you get diagnosed, all of these people come to help check in on you. And like, it's amazing. Um, But I guess the selfish part is like, I would, if you are listening and you know anybody who's been diagnosed, um, I guess with any type of cancer, I would, and there's specifically like a gig worker, Mm -hmm. I would love to connect with them. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Cause my, cause I've got a plan, I've got a treatment plan, but I'm just like, okay, but what is life like in a year? Like what, how do I plan for? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you, when yeah. do you start auditioning again? When do you take yeah. gigs? When do you take jobs? When do you go on jobs? Yeah. yeah. Like when do I leave? Yeah. Like when do I leave the yeah. state for a couple months? If there's a gig that one, like, you know, right. like I'm just, mm. yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, but I feel good. Like with my, my doctors, my support system, mm-hmm. everything feels good um, as much as it can. But now I'm just like, but how do I plan? <laughs> how do I plan for when I'm out of treatment or even when I'm during in treatment but I have like three weeks between like you know you know I don't know yeah I'm rambling now but no you're not rambling no but also I mean yeah that makes complete sense just try just finding people who are like-minded is absolutely helpful even yeah Uh, I mean just sharing similar stories can just be really therapeutic like even if it doesn't change anything just like knowing that other people have gone through it yeah 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 Yeah. I can't believe it's already been since July yeah well so so my treatment plan includes chemo which I'm currently going through surgery and radiation um Mm. so I'm almost I'm kind of over the hump with chemotherapy um yeah I had one earlier this week and I have two more um between now and mid mid November um so yeah so I feel like once I'm out of that yeah like because it's the long-term portion it's so long yeah yeah I don't know I just there's so much to I don't know yeah there's just so much (laughs) I I can't imagine Becky you know when I think about it you've been so incredibly strong but one of the things that strikes me is like how hard it must be to know that that really hard day is coming like to have it mm-hmm. on your calendar to like mark it out and to be like in you know in five days in four mm-hmm. days in three days tomorrow I'm gonna feel like shit yeah. you know what I mean like that must be like the kind of bravery that it takes to like walk up to that and face it 
over and over <laughs> and over is just really yeah. astounding to me. And I'm yeah. I'm so in awe of you. I've Thank just you. I've never I've never had to do something that hard. Mm -hmm. um, and I pray that you never have to do something this hard ever no. again. Um, but I'm, I'm really, uh, yeah, I'm just so, and I'm going to cry, yeah, but I'm just, I'm so, uh, impressed by you and astounded by you. You're a badass woman. Yeah, she <laughs> You're is. You're very badass woman. Uh, yeah. The I baddest say, I, have, I have cried either before, during, or after every single chemo session. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's not. Yeah, because it's just it's so, and it's not yeah. like it's not painful on that day. It's just you know it's coming. It's, emo it's, it's I know emotional. it's coming. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah so. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I think that's the definition of bravery, right? Bra yeah. The definition of doing bravery anyway. is not not being afraid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's being terrified and doing it doing anyway. anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah so well, kudos to you, and you know, yeah, I'm I'm yeah. just so impressed. Well, yeah, we, we just love you so much. And when you said that you wanted to announce today, I was really surprised, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's going to be really great for everybody to hear. Also, something that you said that I, I really appreciate is, yeah, like this is untamed shrews. You know, when when Dawn has to feed the baby or change the baby's, <laughs> baby's diaper during, you know, during a show or, I mean, let's be real guys. There was like a six months period last year or within the last year that pretty much every one of my check-ins was like, things are shitty. <laughs> you I know, don't feel happy. I don't yeah. feel great. And I was also like, I don't know if I ever actually announced it, but my mom had uh, cancer the end of last year. So that was a lot of the reason why my last year was not was not great. And then, you know, as soon as my mom gets out of remission, my best friend gets cancer. This isn't fair. Like this is cancer, <laughs> cancer sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. But I yeah. think that yeah, I I want people to know that like we are really we're three real humans mm -hmm. who go through very real things and we go through breakups and cancer and depression and anxiety and you know, we're not yeah. just like it's photos. not all rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> we're not just like photo photos on an Instagram and like giggles, which we are a lot of giggles. <laughs> I have to admit, we are a lot of giggles, but we're not all giggles. Yeah. So well and you know, like Becky was saying, then there's this, you know, part of the reason for this podcast is then we're also all doing it whatever we're doing, whatever we're going through, we're going through it in a different universe than a lot of the world. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, Becky talking about, you know, this sort of like gig work, gig work yeah. and like, how do you balance having breast cancer and going through treatment and all of the people that you've met and the amazing support system, like you're still looking for someone who shares your exact experience mm -hmm. because this is a unique world we live in. Like right. the theater world is not the everyday world. It's very different. Yeah. So like, like yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've been connected with some, again, like amazing people and I'm so thankful. Um, they, it seems like the people who I mostly have connected with um, have, full-time jobs or have like yeah. permanent positions and maybe like their job was able to give them that time off yeah. or maybe they continued working etc but I don't know because there will come a time when like I will still be having treatment but it will be not as frequent um mm -hmm. but I'll still need it so I'm just like but how do I how do I plan for that I don't know yeah. I don't know and yeah. you also need, like, my mom goes to her three months, you know, like, my mom yeah. is no longer getting treatment because she's technically in remission, but that doesn't mean that she can just, you know, she still has to go every three months, get mm -hmm. her testing, make sure nothing has spread, you know, like, mm -hmm. so you still have to factor all that in, like, I still need to be available to go to my doctor every three months or six yeah. months or whatever it happens mm -hmm. to be. And so, you know, I feel like, yeah, most people don't have jobs like us. Most people are teachers or they have a nine to five, they go to an office and they just have a little bit more infrastructure in place. And we have almost zero infrastructure. Oh <laughs> yeah. Right. Very little infrastructure in place. Yeah. Right. So and, makes oh, sense. I guess, sorry, I also wanted to say like, because one of my fears is also that like somebody will hear this or they'll hear it through the grapevine and then they'll say, oh, Becky's. I, I don't want to offer this to her because she's probably not available. Yeah. And then they pass it to me without even talking to me first because right. like, yeah. And that's my, that is another fear too. That's and like my doctors are like, no, we, like if you can work, we are encouraging you to work, like yeah. stay active, like do all the yeah. things that you do. Um, well, you do work. Sometimes it's kind of funny because I honestly forget that you, 
have cancer sometimes because I mean I'm sure I've announced it so many times but Becky and I live together and I just like sometimes don't think about it like I don't know you still work you still like go to Ariel we still like do the things we normally do I mean yeah there are like flowers in every corner of our house (laughs) there's just a constant stream of flowers and chocolates (laughs) so many gift baskets I've never seen so many gift baskets (laughs) yeah but sometimes I just like forget like yeah yeah, on chemo days I'm like oh right it's a chemo day like I don't know like it it also like it feels so huge yet at the same time like you're still you like (laughs) you know like on the outside you look completely the same like nothing has changed like you still do everything yeah so I am um so if you do see me around around town and you're like oh Becky's going through chemo but she still has all her hair um I am doing a process called cold capping which is for hair preservation um shout out to my mom who is Mm. a Fucking yes, rock star. Yeah. It's so much physical like work and um oh, she is really? she is doing it. Um so if she can hear me in the next room, thank oh. you, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it was a ton of work, Becky. Yeah, yeah. it's like all this wrapping and unwrapping and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's every 20 minutes because like the caps have to stay cool enough so that um oh. your scalp stays cool enough. Sorry, I don't need mean to yeah. make this an entire No, <laughs> no, it's really can interesting. Want to. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, but it's so with my chemo regime, um, it's, it's, I think it's about like seven and a half hours of cold capping. Um, so even after like the chemo meds stop and I go home, we yeah. still can the cold capping process for a couple more hours afterward. Cause wow. like your liver is still processing it. Um, yeah. So yeah. Time. So it like keeps it. Yeah. Wow. Well, awesome. I'm just amazed that there is something like that's such a cool, I mean, yeah. it, it sounds like it's a lot of work, it's but new-ish. that's such a cool technology and that's so interesting to me. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's maybe only been on like, maybe like approved for the, for, by the FDA or US or don't quote me on that, but uh, I don't know like the legal stuff, but I think it's only been around in the US since like 2017 or so. Okay. Uh, yeah, cool. so it's still relatively new. Well, yeah. yay for cold capping. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <sighs> Well, thanks for sharing, Becky. Yeah, thanks, Bex. We love you so, so, so much. Yeah, so much. (laughs) And the Shrew crew loves you so much. They do. (laughs) Especially Trey. (laughs) Especially Trey. Okay, okay. I have to. Who we didn't bring up until episode 22, so I had to find a way to bring him up I was just going to say, we have to give Trey at least 60 seconds of airtime because yes. he is because yeah. he was upset <laughs> <laughs> but he but he was right actually upset because he yeah. is the best friend yeah he the is the best true crew yeah. best true crew right. member remember right. yeah, last last month um he's like hey i think i heard something on the podcast just want to see making sure Aww. you're okay so yes Aww. shout out to Trey. this is the perfect moment he's <laughs> literally the best and yeah. uh yeah I, when i saw that in the episode i was like oh man how did we not mention him till episode i know i know but it was also like a typical trey sass yeah <laughs> he's quiet shouting us out on instagram sassy. <laughs> so sassy yeah yeah guys if you didn't see it he he called us out on instagram because justice was the first person to mention trey um and he was like it finally happened and it wasn't even a shrew (laughs) so thank you justice (laughs) but friend of the podcast trey peace oh hey good moment to mention too that we just hired justice oh yeah as our new production manager so shrews you will hear more from justice this is a huge moment i've been meaning to ask him how he feels about being the first first male male staff (laughs) member of shakespeare festival um so yeah we're super excited to have justice he's already rocking it Mm -hmm. in that uh, position and he's just like as you guys heard in his episode he has so much experience so we're so thrilled to have him and i'll ask him one of these days i'll shoot him a text and let the show crew know know what he says what's it like to be the first female (laughs) staff member um but yeah we're thrilled to have him he's like the easiest dude to get along with oh so easy to get along with and so um, good at what he does, but also what I love about Justice is that he will bring you the tough shit. 
Yeah. Um, but he'll always bring it as a friend. Mm-hmm. So I've always appreciated that whenever something happens and it needs to be addressed or um, there's work to be done, you know, he'll come and he'll just be like, I got to say this thing. And he'll say the thing and it'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, good. Like for me as executive director, I think that's really important and it goes undone a lot. Like people would rather kind of like let something fester than come to me and be like, here's this difficult thing we need to deal with. Right. And I would so much rather oh, deal with it. Please. Um, yeah. I don't want it to explain. Yeah, because I hate finding out three months later that everyone was unhappy about something and being like, I could have fixed that in like 20 minutes. Like, (laughs) y'all. Yeah. Just tell me. Now it's passed. Like, it's done. It's gone. So, Justice is amazing. I think he's going to bring a really great energy uh, to the the team. Yeah. We are going to miss Amy so much. Um, But she's not gone. No, she's not hanging around this company. And she'll still be acting with us, I'm sure, for years to come. And if you want to check out Amy's episode, we did an episode with Amy about living a lifelong career in theater. So I think I was out. Was that episode four? You were out. Um, you had a baby. Yeah. You were like the freshest of babies. Oh, like the f- you weren't the freshest of babies. <laughs> I kind you of was. had the freshest. Like of babies. you are literally reborn. You, when you are have a baby. reborn when you have. You a have child. no idea who you are for the first <laughs> month after you have a baby. Like that's, so silly. that's the most shocking and weird thing about having a baby. You just start over. You just have no idea who you, start you are. Over. You're like. Oh, all yeah. you care about is keeping your baby alive, and that is all that you have. You can't do anything yeah. else. Nothing yeah. else. Not, it's wild. <sighs> yeah. okay. okay. Do we even have time to talk? Spooky? Oh, yeah. We totally do. <laughs> we totally do. I'm like, we did our whole episode on check-ins. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, honestly. <laughs> you know, there's like, yeah. But yeah, like Becky said, it's not just about like funny topics. It's yeah, about like totally. being a woman oh. in theater. That's literally yeah. what this is about. It's being a woman in theater. And guess what people have sometimes? Babies. I know. So we can talk about them. We gotta talk about them. Because that's what happens to women sometimes. Speaking of which, shout out that I just recorded a podcast yesterday. Um, that'll be out, I think, in two weeks. It's called, uh, the podcast is called The Expecting Aerialist. <gasps> Oh, my And I just did an episode on the expecting aerialist. What? And we talked a lot about my nipples. So head on over there. (laughs) If you want to hear about Dawn's nipples, you know where to find them. If you want to hear about my nipples in the least sexy way possible, (laughs) check out the expecting aerialist. Do you remember on the episode with Austin Titchener? (laughs) He was like, like, I'm uncomfortable. He's like, she's literally breastfeeding (laughs) right now. And I was like, dude. Dude, this is it. This This is is how it goes down. (laughs) okay now for actuals thank you so much becky thanks truz for checking in okay so we yeah we'll just do like some a bit of chatty time about spooky stuff um so we'll just talk about fall and halloween and halloween shows and tragedies and all that stuff first off it's october it's Halloween's coming up. What are our yeah. favorite parts about like fall and October and Halloween? Man, a sweater and sandals. Oh, interesting. Oh. She was ready with that. If answer. I can leave the house in a, in a sweater, sweater, but also and sandals, sandals. Actually, I am in actual heaven. That's great. I agree. <laughs> I hate boots. I want my I want my feet just yeah. open, free. But yeah, that's like my favorite thing about fall. Becky, that's did you so have something? Funny. Well, I. I so I Hannah because you're like you hate boots in college I had these this pair of boots that I loved so much they were like the tall riding boots that were like popular in like 2012-ish and I got so many compliments all the time and then like I wore them to the ground and but now they've I feel like the riding boots like that have maybe fallen out of fashion like now it's more of like yeah Yeah, like like, chunky boots yeah like a chunky thing but I loved those boots so much look Um, Becky they have definitely (laughs) fallen out of fashion because when I ordered myself a pair on Amazon they were like other things you might like include (laughs) and this was pre-baby I'm still wearing them thank you very much but this was like two years ago before I was even pregnant it was like other things you might enjoy include and it was like diapers (laughs) and like and I was like shit I just Ordered, these official mom I boots? just ordered mom yeah. boots. Mom boots. <laughs> but I still wear them. I do not care. I still wear mom yeah. boots and skinny jeans and I part my hair yeah. on the side because <laughs> I am old. Like, I uh, am old. I'm, you're not old. <laughs> well, I'm 30. 
38, I think. Yes. I can remember I'm 37 or 38. I get to act 38 and look 38 and be 38. Like, I don't have to try to impress a middle schooler. No. Who knows? There was was a meme where it was like, high schoolers didn't think I was cool when I was in high school. (laughs) So, like, right? now (laughs) literally was not cool cool when i was 12 why would a 12 year old think i'm cool now okay but seriously along the like spooky thing for some reason this came up just yesterday i had a friend who after high school wrote a story about me a short story about me for her like advanced creative writing in college and the way she wrote me in this story was so it was like Angelina Jolie and Girl Interrupted. <laughs> Interesting. Like very edgy and like. Oh, were you just like I'm the coolest person to ever exist? I was terrified of everyone. I kept switching schools. Huh. By the time I was in school with her, I had been to four different high schools, and it was the first quarter of tenth grade year. Wow. So basically, I just sat in the hallway and read to avoid like any contact with anybody because I was so terrified that like they would just reject me. That's so weird to me because you're so outgoing now. And I think I was there eventually, but it's just really funny that like that's the side of me that stuck with her. And she wrote that all day. And another friend, she like sent it to a bunch of our friends. Weird. And another friend sent it to me and I was like, this is Hundred percent not who I am. Yeah, but also kind of weird that she wrote something about you like years later. I know. Maybe I was just like, th- like maybe it was just like loosely, loosely like a cover based. story. I don't know about me. Interesting. It was so funny, but it made me think of that because I was like, evidently, I was like kind of cooler than I thought Ooh, I was. You like, were like, mysterious. I was like mysterious, whereas really I was just terrified. You're like the girl in the movie. She's like the alt girl who like doesn't <laughs> yeah. have friends, but she's like really hot, and we're not sure why she doesn't have friends. What is it, like pixie like... manic dream girl? <laughs> yeah, I was totally like a manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> yeah. That's my, okay, absolute rant. My least favorite thing ever is in a movie when someone is supposed to be, like, unpopular. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the hottest person I've ever seen. Yes. I'm so sorry. Even if they were rude to everybody, they would be the most popular kid in school. So sorry. That's just not how it works. I hate it so much. Yeah. When we were, I feel like this is a tirade that has nothing to do with spooky. (laughs) No, it doesn't. But when I was just super sick, I started watching this show called Love is Blind. Oh, yep. <gasps> Me and Becky oh, love Love is Blind. Love that show. Okay. okay, but here's my thing. They're all literal tens. Yeah, they're gorgeous. So like, oh, what yeah. the what? Yeah. You're not like, I'm like one I'm loving guy. you for what you, what you are in the inside. Yeah, but you've all been vetted to be models. But you're all super yeah. hot. <laughs> like one guy comes in and he's like, yeah, I'm 5'8", I'm so will so she girls still don't love like me? What are you talking about? <laughs> Like, you're still hot. They're all <laughs> super hot. Yeah, it's so silly. So it doesn't make any sense to me. So silly. No. Okay, well, let's talk more about it later because it's not Halloween. Wait, wait, but also now I need to go on to a different rant. <laughs> so sorry. Okay, so actually, uh, I'm going to out myself. So Mac asked me to write something for... So my friend Mac has this Shakespeare zine called Brief Candle, and he yeah. asked me to write something for it. And um, so sorry, Mac, you're going to hear it now that I have not finished it and you <laughs> probably won't get it. So sorry. Um, <laughs> but I started writing it. So maybe like for the next one, um, I, like I am convinced that I want to do a production of Love's Labor's Lost as a um, dating reality TV show. Because <laughs> literally, like, in the story, they're like, we're giving up women. We're yeah. giving up this. And it has to be, like, I, I, what is it? Like, three years. And then, like, you put everyone on an island and you're like, don't fall in love. And then it's like, okay, well, you're going to fall in love. Yeah. And it's basically just the premise of Too Hot to Handle, which is, like, putting a lot of hot people on an island and being like, don't kiss don't have sex, don't fall in love, and then guess what they want to do? They want to kiss. Do they, like, they get wanna... a prize if they don't? They do. Yeah. As long as they <laughs> can go without kissing or falling in love or whatever, then they get like thousands of dollars. So I think I could kill that because yeah. I don't find <laughs> I know, hot like... people hot. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if people get over a certain hot, oh, I I'm don't. Like, Same. Oh yeah. my gosh, when dudes are too buff. Yeah. Ooh, no. Yeah, when they're like. <laughs> Shiny. Or they're too chiseled and they're like not yeah, they're like perfect people and you're like, no. that's not real. You're not a real person. You no. don't have a personality. I'm not into it. Yeah. So but also they would never put me on that. 
<laughs> you and <Lies>. your mom boots. <laughs> me and my me and my mom boots. Mom boots and my side you part. You like <laughs> your side part. You don't have a side part. You have front bangs. I know, but uh, behind my bangs, oh, okay. it's definitely a side. That's part. so silly. Okay, okay. Now we really need to move on to spooky. So sorry, guys. Okay, uh, you said favorite part was sweaters and sandals. Yeah. Um, yeah. Becky, did you, you well, I, are your boots well, your favorite part? <laughs> no, I, I do like sweaters and I really love hot apple cider. Mm, I, I'm yes. a hot apple cider gal, mm-hmm. not so much a pumpkin spice gal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same. Everyone can love what they love. Yeah, yeah, no, I hate pumpkin spice, but I love yeah. hot apple cider. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. mine is just baking in general because mm. I really like to bake with the seasons. So that's always how you know I'm in like the best mood when when a season is just about to change. When I'm in the kitchen with music playing and I'm baking something, there is just nothing better. Mm. But it's always when the season changes. So as soon yeah. as it's cold enough, I make something pumpkin. Yeah. As soon as it's warm, I make a lemon cake. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. Yeah. it's when the yeah. season changes. So for me, it's all of the fall baking. So it's the apple it's like the apple cake it's the pumpkin loaves it's i feel like all i have to stuff. amend what i said i hate okay. pumpkin spice drinks drinks okay i oh, am yes. a pumpkin yes. baked good yes, yes fanatic yes. okay pumpkin Absolutely. pumpkin cookies those Ooh, soft pumpkin ones. cookies yes with the chocolate chips in them mm-hmm. and i also love a pumpkin pie i love a pumpkin yeah. so like pumpkin loaves pumpkin oh, scones pumpkin pie oh. with whipped cream oh. i think Oh, nothing yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Nothing better. So good. But you have to have like an equal amount of whipped cream to pie oh, yeah. in every <laughs> single have, bite. You have to cover the entire slice. No, I just equal keep parts. it next to me. I'm like, <laughs> I will have the can of whipped cream and it's like a bite, whipped cream, eat it. Like I have to have the exact same amount of okay. whipped cream as pie in every bite. Just individually whip every bite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so okay. Yeah. Wow. I cannot wait for all of the New York holiday stuff. It's gonna be so fun. That is gonna be really fun. It's gonna be the holiday market. Yeah. Yes. And like the Thanksgiving Day parade, maybe. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, that wasn't very spooky, but those were our favorite things about yeah. the fall and Halloween. Um, Becky, I want to know. You were saying you have a favorite Halloween costume. Give us the yes. details. Oh. Yes. Okay. So. Um, when I was in college and I took, I took an art history class and one of, um, it was like art history, art history, like throughout from like the dawn of time. And, um, <laughs> one of what we studied was the impressionist period. And I fell in love with the Edgar Degas dancers, mm. and, um, specifically little dancer aged 14, which is one of his statues, not yeah. one of his paintings. And I've seen it. Yeah. There's a couple, I think there's like a handful of them that he made i have seen one at the louvre okay okay that's when i saw two. Oh yes because i think there's also one it doesn't matter there's one (laughs) italy as well okay again it doesn't matter neither here nor there um so when i was on the west side story tour we were in paris for halloween one year very fancy yeah yes and so i was like i'm in paris i saw my favorite piece of artwork like that's what I want to be for Halloween. And so I went thrifting for like a ballet skirt and um, like a top and um, that our head of um, costumes, our costume designer, she was able to um, like redo the skirt to make it more Aww. like that one. And, um, hair and makeup. She did my hair in this like beautiful braid and like use some of the ribbon because like she has a ribbon in her hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I got to be that for Halloween, and that was my most favorite Halloween costume. Aww. Do you have a picture? I do. It's on okay. my so I'll send it send to it you. To it's on my Instagram, but so I posted that pic, and like the next day, our technical director was like, "Huh, there were a lot of alcohol bottles in the back of that pic." <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, out. "You were like, I drank it all myself, all myself, <laughs> yes, all myself." Yes, yeah. That's amazing. Wait, thrifting in Paris? I know there was a lot more to that story, but that just (laughs) broke. Thrifting in Paris sounds like the most magical thing ever. Was it magical? I think um, it was like a buy and pay type place where it was, yeah, like Like all the, oh, yeah, I just feel like, I mean, way and pay in Paris? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Holy cow. It definitely, it was not like Goodwill. It was definitely like, an upscale like right yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like imagining the amount of amazing vintage i could find 
in yeah. Paris. Just like, <gasps> gets wow. me hot and bothered. <laughs> wow. Nothing gets me hot and bothered. Hannah like thrifting. literally is flushed right now. She actually turned red. <laughs> so sorry. She got so excited. You're, you're a cold shower. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally red. That's so Somebody funny. get him. <laughs> bucket of ice. So sorry. So sorry. Move aside, boys. That is hilarious. So I am, I, Hannah texted us this morning and was like, send Halloween, or send mm-hmm. pics of you in Halloween costumes. And I was like, nope. none. <laughs> um, I literally tell everyone that I do not put on a costume unless someone is paying me. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I draw a hard line between my professional world and my <laughs> personal life in that way. However, Ooh. Sean and baby Blake and I have the cutest Halloween idea. Are you going to announce it to us? Yeah, because right yeah. we're never actually going to do it. So I'm just going to tell you what it is. <laughs> and then maybe someone else with a baby will do it. Yes. So we were going to do Baby Beluga. And baby Blake baby. would be Baby Beluga. And I would be the heavens. And Sean would be the sea. Because, you know, there's like the whole little, it's like, yeah. uh, I will not sing it because I'm not a good singer. <laughs> you can look up the lyrics. Yeah, it's like with it. the heavens below and the sea above. Uh-huh. With the sea heavens below and the heavens above. Yeah. <laughs> It Cute. could be either way if you're a whale because you could flip upside down. And <laughs> but if you're a whale, let's break this down. If you are a whale, are the heavens above you? Are they below you? But in actuality, my mother got a free pumpkin costume from somewhere in of, of yeah. in unknown origin, as my mother does, and so that is what will happen. He will be a pumpkin. <laughs> there is a pumpkin costume at our house, so we will never yeah. do our our right. idea. That's okay. Well, someone yeah. else can use it. I remember yeah. when you were pregnant, you guys were talking about being the milkman, a housewife. Oh, yeah. in the 50s housewife. Oh, yeah. And, the 50s and guess what? Never did it. Never did it. <laughs> but here's the thing. <clears throat> Best idea ever. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, I did get it off the internet, but. Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I didn't. It wasn't my idea. Well, when when I'm pregnant someday, I will be. I want to do it. You would actually do it. I would do it. I would yeah. never. I just don't have the follow through. It's amazing <laughs> what I do and don't have the follow through on. And I feel like. You have follow through on literally everything things. else. Yeah. But a yeah. huge part of adulthood is acknowledging like I'm not going to do that. I'm thing. not going to do that. Yeah. So, That's a good idea, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Like yeah. I want I want to want to. Yeah. But I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. Understood. Yeah. yeah. Understood. <laughs> One costume that I don't think I'm going to do this year. Um, so I'm I'm dating someone now, and we met on Bumble. And I think it would be fucking hilarious if one of us went as a dude and the other went as a fish. <laughs> he did not yes, have a fish. It wouldn't matter if he did or not. But I just think that'd be so funny. I think I told you. I mean, I probably didn't tell it on the pod, but my really bad fish guy story oh yeah I, I mean Don no I think you yeah. guys both know the story like really oh. it's a very intense story because it was like I felt very unsafe on that do date. not date but a guy with I'm a fish still in gonna write a chiclet novel called burned by a fish guy and <laughs> you know um so someday it'll happen I will do it I will write it I'm not necessarily a writer but yeah. I will figure it out. I'm going to give it a go. I will oh, give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Onwards with our spooky conversation. <laughs> okay. So what I'm curious about is, um, like, why do people love tragedies? Like, people, I mean, some people, specifically with the Shakespeare tragedies, like, that's what they live for. And yeah. people love scary movies. And, I mean... Personally, I'm not as drawn to the tragedies, and I do not like scary no, movies. Scary and movies. like, I don't even like like true crime. Like, I know you love true crime. That yeah. kind of stuff, I it just doesn't work for me. Um, I, why do people love tragedies so much? Well, like, it's really interesting. Sean and I were just talking about this because he's like, "Why do you like true crime?" Yeah. Now, I have to say, since having a baby, I am a oh, wuss about yeah. a lot of things that I used to yeah. be into. Mm-hmm. But for me, with true crime, I think one of the things that resonated with me was. I listened uh, one of the podcasts I listened to. The two women were talking about how part of the obsession for specifically women yeah. with true crime is almost this idea that we might be able to learn something That's, enough yeah. to avoid it, mm-hmm. and yeah. like that really is like a big part of it. You know, is like what are the red flags? What is the lead up? Mm-hmm. How do I avoid this? Because yeah. there are really scary people out there who don't appear scary and are super charismatic and it's like what are the red flags what are you looking for how do you avoid these scenarios um what can you do to protect yourself yeah how can you protect yourself yeah Yeah. now the only ones i can listen to are like the real oldies Mm -hmm. because a lot of the times you're like no one would get away with that these days right 
And wow. it's like, you know, so it's almost fiction. Right. If that makes sense. Because it's so oldsy timesy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the other thing for me, and this is my like my real big spooky story that I definitely don't have time to tell <laughs> considering, is the Eva story. Oh, yes. The Eva story. Well, maybe we'll do a whole <clears throat> separate episode about Eva. We should totally do an episode about Eva. But, yeah. you know, that's really a true crime story that like presented itself to me almost as a ghost story at first yeah. in a really spooky way. And then for me, the obsession became telling the correct story. Right. It's so interesting. Once women become victims in a true crime story, they become uh, fiction. Right. They become – She. I mean, there are even places where Eva is called like a fragile, beautiful, blonde woman. And yeah, it's like, like – not even her name. Like she – and she wasn't any of those things. She was a yeah. She, she was, was a badass. Artist. She was a trapeze yeah. artist. She was she was certainly not fragile. She, not in any way she fragile. Had to boot. Yeah. She would have been bulky and strong. Yeah. And so, um, and she was a brunette. I've seen a photo. <laughs> I dug up a photo actually. Yeah. Um. So it's really interesting because to me, there's that element of it too. Is like you know, I am not interested in glorification of people who committed the crimes but calling them out of the story almost and like mm. getting to who was this victim because they were a real human being right. with flaws and interests and family and a history before they were murdered right. so like who were they what were they doing i just think like that's my th those are the two aspects of my fascination with true crime is and like, maybe that's why tragedies are fascinating because you see this like real life person and and when things go wrong what happens to yeah. them and and what can we learn i mean some of these tragedies are not like we're not trying to learn like you know how to avoid this set of circumstances because they're so absurd right? right but like titus andronicus i right. love that play and i love that play because the lesson of that play that never has to be beaten over your head never has to be spoken out loud is violence begets Violence. violence exactly period it just causes violence, violence does not beget anything but violence yeah. it doesn't matter how right you are to want to seek revenge mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how justified you are in your feelings acts of violence lead to more acts of violence mm -hmm. period yeah. so i think that's an interesting thing with tragedy and certainly what was going on for the greeks also like they were always exploring the ways in which the hubris of their rulers led to just catastrophes in their society. Right. So it's like, you know, that's really, to me, that's the thing about tragedy. The whole thing with horror, I've heard people explain, but I'm with you. I hate I horror. Like I can't watch it. Yeah, can't. Yeah, it's not can't my thing. It. Yeah. Um, like that's like a heart racing type thing where like mm. people, maybe that's like an adrenaline The adrenaline, thing. yeah. Yeah. The, I don't know. Like I feel like whether the circumstances are so absurd or whether they are like, oh, it's just a group of, people on a cabin vacation like what's, <laughs> things are, you know like I don't know but I I can't do it because for me I ruminate on it and I think about it and I'm like I don't even want someone to tell me the story because then I'll think like oh that's yep. how that person died oh my god yeah, like I right. will just keep thinking about it I know I've like heard snidbits of like snidbits, snidbits? <laughs> snidbits. I am obsessed I was, I was going between snatches and snidbits <laughs> Snidbits. Oh my gosh, snidbits. Wait, what if our shrew crews are, they're just our little snidbits. <gasps> little snidbits. Wait, that's little like that little, like the trailer teaser, like the little snidbits. teasers. Oh my gosh, instead of teasers, watch this snidbit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so adorable. Moving on. Okay. Um, we're just like Shakespeare in here. We're just making up new making words. Up words. Yeah. Um, so I think, uh, like, and they'll haunt me. Like just little things I've heard yeah. without seeing the movie will haunt me. Yep. And I'll be like, I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop yep. thinking about it. Someone, yeah, so anyway, I just can't. Yeah. It's yeah. not for me. Yeah, they're yeah. they're not my favorite. I I do I will watch like obviously a stage tragedy or a, or a drama, but they're not really what are where I typically lean towards. Yeah. Except I will say when if I'm looking at a tragedy, I do prefer because I feel like I can distance myself from it more is something like magical. So something more like yeah. Mackers where mm -hmm. it's like, it's magical. It's not just like humans. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is humans just murdering each other as well, but mm -hmm. it is magical in a way. And yeah. sometimes that, that makes me feel like, oh, this is festive. This is fun. <laughs> this is like, this isn't real. This is, you know, Natural. yeah, it's or, not or, just like people murdering yeah. each other because yeah. that's why I can't watch like scary movies when it's like uh, men breaking into houses 
where girls are like babysitting, you know, like things like that. Like that is too real. Yeah. If it's like a monster that's just like this really weird, like I can watch Stranger Things because it's all, you know, otherworldly. So I'm like, well, that doesn't exist. So I can like, I can watch it and like just tell myself it's fiction. But when it's like a Ted Bundy type of thing, I'm like, "Mm -mm, no, no. So I have this weird like breakup one of my weird breakup things like weird breakup habits is that like right after a breakup like immediately like as soon as possible I take myself to the movie theater and I watch something that I would never watch alone alone what so that's the only time I've ever seen a horror film in the theater is breakups I think it's like a I think it's like a weird like proving to myself that that I don't need a man and I can do it kind of thing (laughs) um but I actually saw one of my favorite movies of all time that way which is not a horror it's the movie The Wrestler and that is a sad but you probably wouldn't hard oh my I never would have watched that movie otherwise but I like just had one of the worst breakups of my life and I was like I'm going I'm doing it it's also how I saw Twilight oh my god but I love Twilight. I did I not also, feel the same. <laughs> my last breakup, I watched like all six Twilights. <laughs> Becky can attest. Yes, like yeah. me sitting on the couch watching all the Twilights being like, but they're going to be together forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, not, not good. Oh, not good. man. I don't even want to be alive forever. <laughs> no, I don't want to live together with someone forever. <laughs> so talking about Twilight, talking about vampires yeah had a little like sketch the other day where we were like okay because we were talking about true blood and i was like but in true blood they can't (laughs) enter someone's home unless they're invited so what do they do about hotels and what do they do about airbnbs and what do they do about renters like if hannah and i are renting who do they need permission from us the owners or our landlord a hotel but just not into the room but what about an airbnb what well, I becky need just she answers. just ran she just and she was like she was just talking so a mile becky. a minute and i was like what <laughs> i love these, this becky what, we, need these we need these answers just in case but these are also the kinds of questions yeah. that lead to a hilarious snl skit that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah oh my gosh so true. you know what i yeah. mean someone write it like 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 a like a uh, you know like one of the vampires from vampire Shula, like, with like on airbnb yeah, like, like uh, do any of these say vampires welcome in the description? No, the like, vampire is just trying to go welcome- on a vacation. Becky, and he Becky, can't. does a welcome mat count? <gasps> yeah, something that, or like a party where it says like, come on in. I yeah. know. Yeah. Do vampires just try to frequent baby showers because they have the balloons <laughs> in the front? It says, come on in. Or like, we're around the back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, vampires are just driving around suburban neighborhoods yeah. looking like, for balloons. Coming through the side gate. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Uh, Gina in our chat said, oh my God, that this is my favorite right now. The logic of the modern vampire. What are the ethics of the rules? <laughs> yes, I love this. No, honestly, like a vampire trying to go on vacation and not being able to book a hotel that's yeah. so sad i know poor guy he's like anyone anyone, anyone? can anyone he's take calling me? at their concierge desk do you have someone waiting outside to say come on in yeah. <laughs> he's like please oh my gosh that's so funny uh, hilarious uh, that's okay great. well that was in, so that well, was speaking, funny spooky. yeah that was funny spooky <laughs> but speaking of sort of similar things um like yeah how about like spooky or like uh vampire occult witches sort of things that we see in Shakespeare obviously like we've mentioned Mackers that's uh I mean my personal favorite within Shakespeare of like the spooky things Mm -hmm. um I mean and they literally you know the witches in Shakespeare really created I think what we sort of view as you know our witches and like double double toil and trouble and you know eye of newt all those things like the spell I mean it's very it's extremely um, influential in in like what we view as the modern, modern witch. Culture, yeah, yeah. Well, and- I, correct me if I'm wrong. If either of you know, but I, didn't Shakespeare take that text from actual like oh. spells or Dawn's face? My face is like I have no idea. I wish her Christine jaw, was here. Her jaw like, dropped, uh, just dropped to the floor. All I know is it's written in a different meter than mm, the rest of the play, and um, it's written in more of a like poetic kind of mm. spooky meter. 
Um, I've never heard anything like that, so mm. I don't know. I, I do think it's an interesting moment to point out, like, not to bring things down, but I think it's an interesting moment to point out that, like, the whole, like, concept of a witch is really problematic for women. And, yeah. you know, like, I, you look at the witches in Shakespeare, and, yeah, they were kind of like this, you know, like, um, commercialized version, but at the very same time women were dying mm. like women were dying horrific and brutal deaths and you know there were a lot of stories that I didn't know about and I think that this is maybe this is another like avenue of my obsession with like true crime mm-hmm. is that I've recently become really interested in women who were persecuted as witches mm-hmm. um, because they have they have backstories they have lives they have um, so it's it's really like, I just read a whole book about the Vardo witch trials, which mm. were really at the, almost at the same time. They were in 1619 in Norway. Ooh. And uh, I think it was 92 Norwegian women Whoa. were uh, basically a boat, like a couple boats full of Norwegian men capsized in this complete freak storm. All of the men in that village died, and then all of the women were put on on trial as uh, witches what? and killed. Some of them were buried alive. <gasps> I mean, it was really horrific. And so, like thinking about that too, and being like, "This mm. is a this is another fascination I think I have with true crime." Is like these were just women trying to live their lives. Yeah. They lost their husbands in this horrible tragedy, and then the church came in and was like, "Obviously, this, this happened is because yeah." Right. So, um, yeah, so I think, like, honoring those women, too, is something we can do around Halloween because, you know, the witch becomes, like, this kind of abstract symbol and this funny thing. And, of course, there's, like, sexy witch and, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, Gina just put in the chat, they had knowledge and potential perceived power. So they were a threat, which is absolutely what happened because some of them took over the fishing. They had to. How else are they going to eat? All the men are dead. They owned land. Yeah, they because the men died. Animals, yeah. because the men in their village died, so they were suddenly this like threat, and that's a lot of the times what was happening with women who were persecuted as witches. So, I think it's a good time of year too to be like, okay, there's like this cultural side of what you know, witches and spooky, but there's also like very real women who you know lost their lives in in pretty horrific ways. So sorry to be no, yeah, a huge downer no, on this I, podcast. I, but I also it, find like the Salem witch trials very fascinating yeah. because yeah. yeah, it's just it's weird. They were like, well, we're going to um, light you on fire, and if you can save yourself, you're a witch, and if you can't save yourself, oops. Yep, exactly. It's like what? Yeah, what? but I mean, and <laughs> what? It was all that was also all a land grab. It's it makes just so no sense. So now and I'm like fascinated. I'm having this vision of doing a Macbeth ooh. where the witches are not like creepy or ugly they're or just, scary. They're just women. what if they were just women? Why don't we set Mackers in Salem? <laughs> and they're just I'm not kidding women. I don't know. Anyway, um, very interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think it is a great play. James obviously was obsessed with witches, the king that Shakespeare was running oh, okay. under at the I time. I was like, okay. James Cougar Canfield? Shout James out to James Cougar. Cougar are you obsessed with witches? James? Let us know. James? <laughs> we need to have James on the podcast. Um, 800%. 100%. James? James, Do you hear this? to our podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'll also text you. <laughs> so anyway, that's my little. There's my little little side bit. Side bit. Yeah. About it's Halloween. also. I mean, just like it's just a shame because, like, as a Christian, that's just like, it's just heartbreaking. Like yeah. that yeah. the like early church just didn't. It they just jumped to so many conclusions. And okay, but as a Christian, so much. I'm not a Christian, but defending you as a Christian. I just finished reading the Gospels with my grandmother, Ooh, yes, uh-huh. and uh, yeah. Jesus doesn't burn any witches. No, not a single <laughs> witch was burned by Jesus. No. Not one. Nope, not a single one. Not a, not any. <laughs> not that so I just can throwing recall. that out not there. Not that I can recall. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jesus, for not burning Thanks, any witches. Jesus. Ah, thank goodness you, gracious. Jesus. He was pretty generally like standing up he's for the pretty, poor and the weak. A, he was a stand-up dude. Yeah, yeah reading the Gospels, I was like, oh, interesting. I also just read Esther, and I have questions for you, Becky. Okay, I'm like I've read it. My mom may have. I'm like I have questions about Purim. (laughs) No. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was a yeah. She was a woman Uh who who said no. Oh, no. Um, Queen Vashti. Sorry, Queen Vashti was the one who said no. I'm not going to dance naked in front of your friends. Yes, and God. 
and Swift was swiftly murdered for Esther, it. Esther is the one that married yeah. Boaz, right? She married. Anyway, we should have this conversation. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Bible discussion. Bible discussion. <laughs> I was like, for I'm going to read Ruth and Esther because I'm going to read oh, like Ruth. the women of the Bible. Wait. I read both of them. Oh, shoot. Ruth, Ruth is the one that married Boaz. Oh, no. Ruth is okay. the most boring Gina book I've yes. ever read. Gina says yes. <laughs> Esther was, whoa, a lot. So I'm so sorry. Lots of questions. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry yeah. to uh, my Christian family that I have failed you in knowing who is Ruth and who is Esther. <laughs> <laughs> I only know because I literally just read them. Yes, you did. <laughs> because we were at an Airbnb and I forgot my book. So you read the Bible? And the Bible was there. And I was like, I'm oh like Ruth and Esther. I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Going back to Esther, because that is Purim, and Purim is a holiday yes. in Judaism that you dress up for. So that actually is very appropriate that it was oh. brought up today. Oh, so nice. How do you very, dress up for Purim? Um, well, I think it's t- it's probably typically you dress up as the characters in the, uh, the story of Purim. Okay. But now, I mean, growing up, we we're like, it's Jewish Halloween, which uh, is like not really what it is, but yeah. That's okay so fascinating yeah. yeah i do have lots of questions i won't ask them on the podcast but i'm g- glad that that came up because now we know <laughs> yeah now we know um oh. well we're out of time but and we didn't talk about too much spooky stuff but we got some really good check-ins in and i thought we had some interesting conversations yeah. and yeah we can you know continue this spooky conversation next october perfect yeah. <laughs> or at any point or if you're one time. of the people who is like halloween is every year <laughs> that's true basically like once august 1st hits they're like it's halloween, it's halloween. <laughs> there are there are people like that who yeah love it yeah so so much totally. that's amazing well thanks for listening to this month's episode of untamed shrews i'm hannah and I'm Becky. And I'm Dawn. Join us next time for an episode about our winter show, The Gift of a Magi, which is our second ever musical uh, uh, running December. Follow Untamed Shrews on our Instagram at Untamed Shrews Podcast and on the Flagshakes website. All episodes of Untamed Shrews can be found wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on sunsounds.org and the Flagshakes YouTube. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, put us in your Instagram stories, donate at flagshakes.org slash donate, or DM us about becoming a podcast sponsor. Help support the Shrew crew. Yay. This episode of Untamed Shrews, starring Don Tucker, Becky Zaritsky, and Hannah Fonts. Show art by Calliope Ludecker. Podcast theme song by Cadence Lamb. Podcast produced and edited by Hannah Fonts. Presented by Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival and recorded with Sun Sounds of Arizona. Special thanks to our audio engineer, Gina Byers. Thanks, Gina. Thanks, Gina. <laughs> Bye. 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 Happy spooky season. <laughs>